This is Bumping Into, where we have interesting conversations with people from all walks of life. G'day everybody, thanks for joining the show. My guest for this episode is Jamie Dunn, also known as Agro from Agro's Cartoon Connection. Uh, both Agro and Jamie have had stellar careers. Agro, the TV star, obviously most known for his early morning cartoon connection show, uh, became an, an icon of Australian culture, I guess you'd say, just like Dickie Nee and Plug a Duck were as well. Still widely loved. And Jamie Dunn also became a, uh, a ratings legend of uh, early morning breakfast. Jamie was kind enough to agree to come on the show and I got to talk to him about his career in TV and how Agro came about and right up through to his career in radio and what he's doing now as well. If you do have kids in the car and you're trying to keep them as pure as you can, there is a little bit of conversational swearing, nothing too much. Uh, but it's a great show. Jamie is a great guy. It's a great episode, and I'm so thankful that he came on the show because he uh, he, he really uh, he does he does come across as a, such a genuine great guy. And I am sure you're going to enjoy this episode. So I will see you on the other side. Hello, Jamie. It's Francis. How are you going? Going good, mate. Are you are you free? I'm free and ready. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, cool. So I wanted to ask you, obviously, icon of, of television and radio. So and I've I've done a little bit of research and I've found a few other little podcasts and I'm sure you probably get sick of telling the same stories over and over again. So No, no, I love telling the same stories over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to nut into a few little gaps I've found. So I wanted okay. to go back to where you grew up and how you got into TV. Okay. I grew up in Rockley in Brisbane, which is, um, well, when I was growing up there, you'd go there for a counter lunch and a fight. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, let me see. Really, the Beatles got me going into music. Um, I was a drummer. And uh, from drumming, I ended up, uh, doing, oh, I guess, a little cabaret show. I, I was backing people and going, how come they're getting all the money? And uh, some of them were pretty bad. And I thought, oh, well, I can be that bad. And I got up and did a, uh, a little bit of a show. And then from there, um, oh, what was I? I was doing a segment on Channel 7, just so you know what's happening in Brisbane type segment um, as me. And... Um, then they asked me to do agro because there was another guy that did agro before me, but um, uh, I was asked to do it. And I always say to everyone in in my business, you say yes first, and then work out how to do it later. So I said yes to agro, and he was only on TV, you know, uh, on a Saturday morning in Brisbane. And uh, then from there, uh, you know, he slowly, well, probably not so slowly, but became national and then he was on every morning and every afternoon and you know he was really took hold yeah well, it took off massively i mean i don't think there was anyone that didn't wake up in the morning and start the day off um watching it even even adults used to used to watch it as well well they did a survey you know before we started putting stuff out like dolls and show bags and bits and pieces <clears throat> they did a, uh, some research and uh at one stage, the Agro had a 98% recognition factor. Wow. That's, like, amazing. Yeah. 
yeah, geez, I mean, it doesn't get much higher than that, really. Yeah, but, you know, when you think about it, Francis, if you were on television twice a day, every day, and then there was the Super Saturday show and the Super Sunday show, and on Saturday nights there was Main Event, which was a, uh, a game show that Agro was on, and um, Friday nights, uh, Vizard uh, <laughs> called me in Brisbane and said, oh, I'm going to take Fridays off, would you like to host the show? And it was kind of funny because Agro, I dressed Agro exactly as Vizard. <laughs> and uh, that was, you know, it was just relaxed and good. But if you were on TV for that amount of time, you'd have that recognition factor as well. And it's funny now, it, it, there isn't, there's no local local stars really. Like if you look at it, maybe the people on the on the project are the familiar regular faces, but nothing like it was. There isn't the the hey hey it's Saturday crew, you know, agros and your crew, that those uh, everyday recognisable people that become part of your daily existence, that everyone knew, kids, parents, th- th- it was a whole cross-selection. That That's sort of gone now. It's very, very segmented. Well, it's changed, and, you know. You know yeah. Everything's so <clears throat> politically correct, you yeah. know, like um, when when we were on, I think there was a group called Housewives for Better Children's Television. And they would um, <clears throat> get copies of um, uh, Agro's Cartoon Connection and uh, they would meet once a week and then uh, run a tape and uh, make notes of when we breached. Oh, so, you know, wow. we, we, like, oh my God. We were, we were in front of the ABA so many times for things like uh, one of the ones that got us off air was there was a promo for MacGyver uh, in the kids' show, which is in the commercial break, not even on the show. <clears throat> and he raised his arm and he had a gun under one arm. And, uh, you know, we were um, accused of, you know, um, flogging firearms to kids and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine then today if if some of that humour um, was, was on TV, especially in the morning, like it'd last half an episode? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think you know. Oh, for better or worse, I guess it just stifles that sort of relaxation. You know, you got to be so, you know, careful and just, clinical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that sterilizes it, and it's just not. You know, the ad lib side of it doesn't come out. So I think that's why there's not your hey hey's and things like that around anymore. Yeah, oh, it'd be such a hard task. There's a fine line that you have to walk between still being organically funny and natural and um, and being so careful as to not create some massive infection that's going to get you off the air. Yeah, well, <clears throat> we were it, it was we were in a G rating, which is the same as the 6 o'clock news, you know. Oh, so, right. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's not like we were... That. Yeah, it wasn't C-class. Like it wasn't the educational children's television. It was just entertainment. Oh. So, But it, it became almost impossible to put it together, really. And so at the time, tell me if I'm wrong, it was pretty much only yourselves and maybe Totally Wild that were Brisbane uh, television productions? Uh, no, no. There was, a, there was a lot of game shows um, uh, recorded, like Family Feud. Oh, um, right. Wheel of Fortune was in Adelaide, but uh, Family Feud was shot in Brisbane. Um, there, there was a whole stack. There was... Uh, BTV, like uh, Channel 7 Brisbane, was uh, 
alive with um, production. And um, now, of course, you go up there and you could shoot a cannon down <laughs> one of the corridors and not hit anything. So there's just nothing now gone from that to, to zero? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, everything's changed, Francis. You know, like uh, uh, the cameras uh, used to be on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> and now you can just uh, do it on your phone. And, you know, your, so you your, just... your co-hosts that you had, obviously like Anne-Marie and, and Teresa, they, they would have had to have been good sports. They they never seemed to take anything too serious. I know that Agro copped a few slaps on the head. That was a common thing. But yeah, it, that was Amory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they they both seem to really just more enjoy it rather than look to take offence to everything. Yeah, yeah, no one did. Um, in, in fact, um, what it was like, Francis was putting together a whole stack of friends that enjoyed the same yeah. sense of humour and just letting the cameras roll, and that was it, like Gibbo. And uh, Crikey and uh, Anne Marie was uh, very clever uh, at being silly, and um, oh, it was just relaxed. Yeah, it, uh, it just it. turned into entertainment. Yeah, yeah, uh, but you know that didn't fit with uh, the constraints. Well, you know, like, like you know, when you look at uh, uh, all the election coverage we're getting at the moment, and uh, uh, for Albo and uh, you know Scotty from yeah. marketing, you yeah. know they say one thing in a sentence and then the whole world comes down on them. You know? Oh yeah. How, how they cannot speak just, just straight away is, and then people criticize them for talking like robots and it's like, well, you're going to grab a tenth of what he says and there's, use it against him. There's no winning. No, there's not. It'd be a terrible job. Yeah. Absolutely well, terrible. I mean, I, I, I was in it for a long, long time. I was still in it, but uh, television's changed as is, radio now uh, as you look at radio and it's almost like how uh taxi cabs uh didn't see uber coming you know it just is like an explosion of um like netflix you know we all watch netflix and stan and you know disney plus and you know as a matter of fact this afternoon yeah i was was flicking through this afternoon and i thought oh my god the love boat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the, the love boat's on television like still yeah my god they're wearing flares <laughs> yeah and 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 some things age well like you'd be witched and i dream of genies they've had a good run they've definitely aged yeah, well. yeah yeah i know the other one that i, I see uh, i often think i see uh, of an afternoon uh my favorite martian it's in black and white oh. and i sit watching my favorite martian thinking I wonder who gets the royalties from this. <laughs> you know, I wonder if yeah. uh, whoever played the Martians, you know, uh, you know, uh, family still derive an income from yeah. the fact that it's still on. Yeah, the love boat people and all that, you know. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Well, you had a big run. I mean, you were on air for, for 10 years um, mm-hmm. and you were kings of the morning. I mean, be- before Sunrise replaced you, it would have been, you know, fair to say that Koshi would have been your coffee boy. Well, uh, yeah, and the interesting, uh, what happened with us, um, let me see, on Saturday mornings, we used to do uh, the Super Saturday show, and uh, we were pulling 13s and 14s on a Saturday morning, uh, which is, you know, and as I went to different shows, like if I'd go to Perth, 
for instance, to do a show, I'd I'd uh, make a meeting with the Channel Seven rep there and uh, have, talk to them about taking the show, and eventually it went national. And um, so Saturday mornings we were pulling big ratings. So what does that do in television? That attracts Disney, and they buy your time slot, and you lose your show. <laughs> oh, really? I know it's a cruel business, Francis, isn't it? Wow! So that's how. It, so because you've made that time slot profitable and feasible, it rather yes, than look at it and this, say, "Well, this was you. What you did." It's like, "Oh no, you've changed this for us. Now we're going to take it away from you." Yeah, well, it's only a business decision. So Disney were looking to put something uh, on television out here. And um, uh, they had some money and uh, they had a look at where the children were and the children were watching aggro. And so they simply, you know, uh, that kind of worked in my favour a bit because they took me off Saturdays and put me on, uh, there was a show uh, which was called Cartoon Connection and then I got that, uh, which used to be out of Sydney, but then they put it in Brisbane and it was aggro's Cartoon Connection. And so it, it all kind of worked. And do you ever see any of the old crew, like the the old co-hosts or anyone that, that you used to work with there? Are they still around? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. As a matter of fact, I don't. I don't socialise with them. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, we uh, with how communication is now. You know, um, we just put up. I'm, I'm doing some um, uh, agro up late shows, so we do. We're doing shows around the place in in uh, different theatres and things. And uh, I just put one up the other day, and Anne Marie sent a message going, "I'll be there soon." <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually working with someone else, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's really cool. That, that yeah, she's still you know she's still, she's still looking, and you still got a connection. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know the one thing that's gone forward is communication, isn't it? I mean, yeah. My God, you can find anyone at any time. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. And when the show, so the show finished in in what ninety seven? Oh, I'm I'm not sure when it finished. I know I was on and then I was gone. (laughs) (laughs) So once it finished, is that is that like you know ripping your heart out? They come and tell you, well, that's it, you're done, and and you sort of no, no. In in television, I I found that you know. you 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 work you know dead man walking you kind of know when it's coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> so at any minute there's there's someone coming from behind that could just take it all away. Yeah, well, I, I yeah when um, when Disney um, took over the Saturdays, uh, I got called upstairs uh, to the marble row, you know, and you get sat down, and uh, the main man uh, said to me. I've got some good news and some bad news. And uh, he said, what would you like first? And I said, well, I suppose you'd better give me the bad news. And he said, well, we're taking you off Saturday mornings. And remember, we were flying, absolutely flying. We're, we're taking you off Saturday mornings and putting Disney in there. That's the bad news. Well, I stood up because I was so arrogant and, uh, you know, going so well. I slammed my hand on the desk. In front of him, I said, well, the good news better be really fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that's when they gave me uh, Agro's Cartoon Connection. And, uh, gee, we hit the ground running with that, yeah. And how long after 
that all finished, did you jump in? Because you then you had massive success with B105. Like that was that was huge. Yeah, that was an accident. Hey, they. Um, oh, I hate to say accident, but it kind of was um, because Agro was going. He had that sort of, you know, like cult kind of. You know, he he sort of went through the children, through the adults, to the grandparents. So he was like hitting the entire family. Like as everyone found something about him that they liked, no matter what age they were. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, it, it just kind of it kind of worked, and and he he became oh you know household kind of. Oh, and the um, and the outtakes well, back in the day, those things. Someone somewhere, I don't know who it was, put them up on YouTube, and they've had four and a half million hits. It's cre- created a whole new audience for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's incredible. Four and a half million out of only twenty-five million in the country. Yeah. Well, we did a show in Mackay and pulled eight hundred people. Wow. Jeez. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's and that's this year. So there's amazing. still a huge following that people haven't forgotten. I know, <laughs> I know, and uh, yeah, which is Very good for strange. you. Which is you know, you can you can do as much or as little. Oh, not really, Francis. I'm like, well, I'm I'm over seventy now, so I can get down to do an aggro show. I just can't get back <laughs> up again. <laughs> <laughs> and when you know when you you went into to radio, so was it straight from TV to B105? Oh, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, well. Um, B105, um, there was a guy there called Ed Breslin. I don't think he even knew who I was. I, he, I, he rang Channel 7 and asked to be put through to the guy that did Agro. And so that's how uh, B105 came about. So, uh, um, so you think he'd I just answered Brisbane, the phone. Yeah, yeah. And, no, he didn't really know me. And um, I remember having a, a, a lunch at... Um, the Coronation Hotel, where everyone used to go in those days, and um, yeah, then I just started B one oh five, and and for some reason, well, and then I sur- the same as I did with the Cartoon Connection, I surrounded myself with all the people from Cartoon Connection. There was Gibbo and Crikey, um, Mike Gibson and Ian Calder. Um, I took them down to B one oh five, and they were behind the scenes. Doing voices and ringing in, and you know, coming up with ideas and stuff. Um, and so it was the same people, but in a different medium. So we were in radio, and it just it just worked. Yeah. So that's. I suppose you you've kept that dynamic. That's that was a big part of it, rather than a. Yeah, exactly. A I stayed yeah. with the people. Yeah, I surrounded myself with um, very clever people, and I took all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> And how did the B one hundred and five? Because I remember, and you you know you can easily see you you were like the the ratings king of B one hundred and five, and it had everyone talking about you. How did that come to an end? Um, the same way, really. Um, I had a an escape plan um, put together in my mind, and I had spoken to uh, management about taking me across to Triple M. Um, because, you know, when it's called Jamie Dunn and the morning crew and they want to change it, there's only one person that's going to die in the car park and that's the guy called uh, Jamie Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're, the, if you're the pivot, if you're the main man, the corner piece, um, 
and that's with anyone, you know, yeah. it happens. It just happens. But I, I had 17 years and um, I could just feel, you know, they were changing people around me and I could feel it wasn't working. But uh, we were still writing, um, but not as well as we did. And uh, I had a plan in place to go across to Triple M and the guy I was working with, uh, Ian Skippen, uh, he got an offer from, I think, 97.3 and um, they didn't want to lose him to 97.3 and have any uh, one wander across and try them. So they took him to Triple M and I couldn't help but think that he took the last boat off the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I was the propeller guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that, because what, so did you, you jump ship? You did a stint at Triple M? Uh, no, no, I didn't. No, no, they binned me. That was it. I, um, I was lucky enough to, um, and it's just lucky. Uh, I went to a movie and uh, it ended up, uh, Maruchidor, I went to uh, the movie theatre and it had two screenings. One was from, uh, Hot 91, and I went to the loo, and I was painting the wall like men do, and the guy beside me was the managing director of um, uh, Hot 91, and he said, in the loo, he ever thought of coming up the coast? And uh, I had already, I already knew that, uh, you know, <laughs> the jungle drums were telling me I was dead, and I said, as a matter of fact, I have, and from that, I ended up getting a job on uh, Zinc 96. They were starting a brand-new station, and they took me from B105 up there on way less money, but still alive, you know. Yeah, but what are the odds of that happening at that time? Yeah, I don't know. I have I have been very lucky like that. You know, what, what chance that's happening? Because men don't generally talk to each other in the lose. No, <laughs> that's definitely you, you the right find, place, right? You time. find the corner, you find the corner, and you know, face it. But yeah. Uh, wow, yeah, I um, from that, uh, I uh, I was taken by B one eight five to the coffee shop next door, and uh, they said, oh, "We're going to um, we're going to take you off air, and um, we've got we're having a." a uh, a press conference next door in an hour and um, uh, we're going to, uh, if you, you could resign. And I said to him, that's not happening. And they went, yeah, yeah, we're all, everyone's up from Sydney. We're ready to do it. And I said, if you want me to stagger around the car park in tears, like you've just killed one of my children, let's do it. And they went, well, hang on, hang on. I said, I need time to finish this deal up the coast. So, so that was on a Monday. I, I'd been I, I drove up the coast and had a meeting with Zinc ninety six and we signed all the papers and then all of a sudden I resigned. <laughs> wow. Jeez. It it definitely seems like yeah, I mean, while you know, there was a bit of you know, you, you having to leave B one oh five wasn't great, but the circumstances and the next opportunities were always there was always something That's else. That's right. I, I yeah, I, I was I don't know whether it's luck or cunning. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, yeah, it always seems to work for me. And and did you eventually retire from radio? Like you just had enough of it? 
No, no, that's um, and and it is it a, a terrible business? I uh, um, I had some issues at the last place I worked at. Uh, just coming into Christmas, there was an issue about pay, and um, so I said, "Hey, you haven't paid me," and they went, "Oh no, you're paid per show." And I said, "No, no, 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 that's that's not what we discussed." And they went, "Well, no, that's that's it." I said, "All right, well, I'm done. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm out and I'm finished." And um, next minute, they put up on their website, you know. Jamie to retire. <laughs> oh, so that was their their way of saying. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't really... you love to do it to them? Yeah, yeah. Imagine if someone just said Francis is retiring. Yeah, and then re- released it to everyone. <laughs> well, well, the phone doesn't ring for a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, I can imagine because yeah, and yeah, but it's all right. No, I'm, I'm I'm going fine. It's all it's all good. Happy as. So what you know, what is next? Like for guys like yourself, you know, well experienced. Well loved, you you know. I, I often think like the I don't know if you heard last year. I think Rex Hunt, he had an issue with three AW. He came in to call a couple of AFL games and he stormed out because they had a go at him about something he said that wasn't politically correct. And he's like, "Well, I'm done. I don't need to do this." And and you sort of think all these guys, there should be a platform where if Rex Hunt wants to call an AFL game, you can subscribe and listen to it. And guys like yourself, you know, it doesn't need to. Um, be this big monster that is 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 must survive and thrive. It can you, surely these guys can be in a position where they can um, they can tinker and create something that if someone wants to jump on the mornings and listen to to mornings with Agro, there's a way that that can happen, and it's not so strictly business. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but um, you know, like you get to a you get to a stage, you really do get to a stage where you go. Mm. Is this? Do I really want to put up with this? You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, and when you when I say put up with this, I mean you know like um, I guess I've I've been a bit of a rock and roll mercenary and being able to create a, another opportunity, you know, and 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 do different things and surround myself with uh, creative people and stuff. But eventually, you start realizing that you know, um, not getting up at three o'clock. Uh, Getting up at seven, having breakfast with your wife, and uh, you know, well, watching her in the garden and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, am I sounding old now? No, no, no. You're <laughs> just sounding like someone doesn't want to wake up three o'clock in the morning, which I can totally understand. Yeah, that's. But... Oh well, the the sad thing about doing breakfast radio for so long, I was 17 years at uh, uh, B105, and then I was I don't know a few years up the coast, and then I went to 4BC, which was, you know. Oh, that was terrible. That was not. Oh, I thought really? I could be a, a talkback host. Forget that. That was like that was like joining the RSL. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> well, see, so you're not that old. Sorry, you've got a young mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm lucky in that uh, you know I, I'm I'm uh, with someone I'm very very happy with, and I, I find oh I don't know just. I do drive around listening to a radio going, oh, he's missed the out. What are they still talking for? He should have gone. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can imagine I'm you would, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it would be just instilled Yeah, yeah in that's you. what happens, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm sitting watching television and I say to my wife, oh, no, the mic's gone. Look, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't bring her up. They didn't bring her. They didn't bring the mic up. Oh. <laughs> and so what? what is next? I mean, obviously, other than enjoying, enjoying free time, is there any – 
Is there any itch left that you want to scratch? No, not really. I don't think so. Although, you know, um, what irritates um, the people that are close to me is that I say yes to everything and then work out how to do it. And, and if the phone rings, you know, like um, I guess my radio career, career was kind of uh, over. I was just drifting along on a, on a, a small station. And uh, the phone rang and it was Uber Eats, you know, and then you've gone from, um, you know, nothing to a couple of years' wages in one hit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, and, and So you you got these shows that you're doing at the at theatres with Agro. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing, I'm, I enjoy them because um, I'm working with uh, Ben from Brisbane who was on Big Brother and uh, he's um, – Great to work with, gay as and wonderful. <laughs> and um, I would normally work with a bubbly blonde, but I ended up working with uh, Ben from Brisbane, and I just love it. Yeah, it's a, it takes it in a different direction. And he was a fan of agro, you know, and well, still is. But uh, I remember having the first meeting with Ben, and I got agro. I took agro along to a coffee shop, uh, and I hadn't met Ben before, and but he had said that he was uh, a fan. And I got aggro out, and the poor devil nearly passed out. It was because <laughs> <laughs> aggro comes to life. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's not like I've got a puppet on my arm. It's like you, you just can't stop looking at him. His eyebrows going up and down, and yeah, yeah, he's got real attitude. And are you, are you, do you do that nationally? Are you on the road, like taking him everywhere? Yeah, well, COVID kind of it was yeah. to be national, and uh, you know, like we had a a thousand seat uh, theatre in Perth uh, that had virtually sold out. Wow. And, uh, and I was like, I sit here going, why, what, how's this happening? But um, no, it's going really well. And, and uh, just with COVID, I didn't want to go to Perth and be stuck there yeah, and not yeah. be able to get back, you know, and then, and it still feels a little bit like that, that you can't get up and go, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah, it has that feeling of, it could change at any second with with some of the states, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. We, we're talking about putting our toe in the water and going to Newcastle and see how that goes. But it seems to be going really well. The bookings are all strong and everything. People retros back, thank God. Yeah, well, and so it should. Like, there's you know, so many people love that character, and it's easy to watch. It and it's easy. That's the thing. There's not much on TV that's easy either. You know, well, that's what you're saying about uh, hey hey, you know, with Russell Gilbert and uh, just uh, you know Aussie and um, oh, Pluck and Duck, you know, and, uh, all those, you know, Dickie Knee, all, all those sort of Australian characters. Are, are like, I love all them. I really do. I, I like that. I like that someone can just put a wig head on a stick and put a cap on it and. That's a character. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. like that. I, yeah. Well, I, and any plans to do a Gold Coast show? If I sound yes. sounding selfish. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that strange? No. Yes, yeah, so I only just made the list yesterday for next year and uh, started with the Gold Coast. Oh. oh yeah, I, I don't know where. There's there's a place down there called Pink Flamingo or something, isn't there? Oh, in Broadbeach, I think it is, yep. Yeah, I'm not, oh, I'm not sure. I saw that. saw someone had worked there and I thought, oh. I must remember to put agro in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that that's really good. I'm I'm glad that it's still, you know, you're still getting to do. Well, I'm glad you, you still remember Francis. Thank you. Yeah. Oh no, look, I've I've 
thank you for your time. I mean, you know, you're an icon, you're part of Australian culture and your time is valuable and I was blown away that you you agreed to, to come on. It was, it was, you know, that was really kind of you. Mate, if you were paying two bob and a toffee apple, I'd still come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you're down here, if, you, if you're free and you've you got nothing to do, by all means, let me know and I'll, we'll go out either for a, for a coffee or a beer or, or anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, a coffee. I'm not a drinker, but um, yeah, I'm a I'm a coffee guy. Yeah, I'm sit a coffee down and have guy a cup too. Of coffee and yeah, yeah. Well, don't be a stranger. You've got my number. You've got my email. You've got everything. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Well, look, I'm I'm into coffee, so I've got all the best spots lined up. So whenever you're in the in the postcode, you make sure you let me know because I, I definitely owe you a coffee for your time. I'm eternally grateful. Well, thanks for even talking to me, Francis. I'll leave you to it, eh? Yeah, no, thanks, Jack. All right, mate. Thanks very much for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. If you know anybody that you think would enjoy this show, please do share it. It is the only way that the show will grow. Um, you can also find out more at bumpingintocomau for past episodes and information on the show. I am going to try and get back as soon as I can with another episode. Um, but thank you very much for sticking around and I will speak to you soon.